This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, we see the claims numbers staying north of 200,000, 239 to be exact for this past week. That shows that maybe the job market is slowing just a touch. Uh, we know that wages are easing a bit as well. So where are the labor markets at the moment? Guy Berger is LinkedIn's principal economist and head of macroeconomics. Guy, pleasure to have you with us today. Good, good to be with you. All right. Give us your read uh, with the data that we've had uh, over the last week and a half here between uh, ADP and the Labor Department numbers and, and these claims numbers that we're seeing come in. Well, I think the first thing is the labor market is way more resilient than any of us expected. I think when the Fed started on the tightening cycle, when markets sold off last spring and last fall, we were all worried, wow, we could be tipping into recession. And yet we're seeing numbers uh, in terms of job gains, in terms of how low the unemployment is, that frankly, would before the pandemic, would have been thought as very good numbers. We've been spoiled. Um, and I think it's still remarkable that they're holding up. And I guess the question is, you know, with, with, with some of the other stuff going on, are we headed toward a stabilization and a point where this is actually going to be the steady state rather than that, you know, that mild recession that a lot of us have been worried about? You had written about the fact that while we have seen some year over year improvement in terms of hiring, we're still looking at a better than 20 percent decline over norms here, which I think will catch a lot of people off guard uh, that the levels are that low. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that we were sort of this very unusual, great reshuffle period where, where turnover and hiring and quits were super elevated in late 2021 and 22. We've come down a lot. You know, we're down 20% from that, that, that peak. That said, I mean, the good news is it seems like it, it's stabilized recently. We're not seeing hiring decline. Our gut is employers might be taking stock. They've sort of absorbed. They're prepared for the bad news they've seen. They're open to more bad news coming, but if it doesn't come, you know, they might not need to cut back on hiring anymore. And I think really when you think about that slowdown in employment growth from extremely strong in 2021, 22 to, you know, still pretty healthy right now, most of that's come back, come down from hiring declining. Maybe this sort of puts a potential floor barring more bad news on, on how low labor market expansion can go. Tech, obviously, one of the sectors where uh, we have seen uh, a lot of job cuts. Uh, what other areas are, are seeing uh, job pullbacks over the last several months? Well, I think that was, what's interesting is you've definitely seen, you know, te tech was a particularly hard hit. We also, for example, professional services being a hard hit. Even in those sectors, you know, I'm talking like sort of the one of the big things I'm seeing in, the, in our hiring data is, the decline in hiring has moderated. If you sort of split the past year into the first six months of that of that past year, which is the back half of 22, and then the first six months of this year, in most almost all the sectors we look at, the declines have been smaller. And tech is actually one of those. So it may be that even in tech, even in you know in tech information media, the hardest hit sector, even professional services, which has been hit hard, we're starting to see you know hiring managers and recruiters thinking, you know what. Maybe it's time to, to sort of take stock, see where things are headed, and not and sort of wind down those cuts. I mean, it's again, it's down. Tech is down a lot. I think it's been the most underperforming sector in our data, but I think it's possible that we're sort of headed toward a pause here in terms of which is. I mean, maybe not quite good news, but right. definitely less bad news. Are there, are there sectors though that maybe we're seeing some job increases over the last few months as well? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's definitely the case that, like, some of the sectors, like education, like government in our data, 
consumer services have just been much more resilient because, again, they probably didn't expand as much during the hottest part. Some of them might actually be thinking this is a, you know, not a hiring, you know, a hiring freeze, but a hiring opportunity. There's talent they couldn't hire um, when sort of when, when tech was flying high. And now all of a sudden they can, they can recruit top-notch engineers and, you know, the, you know, the machine learning experts and other people that were essentially unaffordable to them. So for some sectors, it's actually an opportunity right now. What are, you, what are you seeing at LinkedIn at the moment in terms of uh, the the job postings, but also uh, the applicants that are uh, are uh, are going after these jobs? How busy uh, is it at this point? Well, so we've definitely over the past year seen a really substantial decline in, in, in you know in, in in the ratio of of, um, of openings to applicants. There's now about you know one opening for every two applicants, and we've also within the applicants we've seen a big surge in the number of applications each one provides. Both of these things have moved pretty sharply in the past year. What we're really keeping an eye on because I talk about hiring stabilizing is, is this sort of the point where both of these things might soon start to, to essentially max out mm-hmm. that we sort of start seeing things stabilize so it's not, you know, the, the, the bargaining power isn't shifting further away from workers and then workers that, that the, the applicants that have been applying a lot who I think are either worried or have been, have been unfortunate enough to lose their jobs like, you know, start you know, that, that, that distress starts at least stabilizing and maybe, if we're really lucky, moderate later this year. Um, I guess that's sort of crossing our fingers that given the stabilization in hiring, that's where we're headed in the near term and it's, or at least in the medium term. And it sounds like from some of the data that I've seen uh, that uh, people jumping from one job to the next uh, has slowed down a little bit as well. Oh, yeah. So the, one, the, the statistics we follow is what we call the short tenure rate. That's people starting and ending jobs really quick, um, which was really a big thing in late 21 during the great reshuffle that, you know, people had so many opportunities to start a new job and then find an even better one right away. We saw that rising and now it's falling because the labor market has cooled pretty substantially. It's not a bad labor market, right? You know, by pre-COVID standards, we would have thought this was, you know, good, healthy labor market. But I think it's sort of cooled from the once in a lifetime hot labor market that we had 12, 18 months ago. How long then are, are people staying longer in their current roles? Yeah, they are. I mean, I think that's sort of it is now people are even, you know, people just the, the return on investment for somebody who has a job and is maybe not worried about losing it, which is most people um, on looking for jobs has to some extent gone down. There's there are less opportunities out there before. My joke is that you would step outside your door every morning and five employers would <laughs> fall over themselves trying to hire you. Yeah. And now, the, you know, again, it's still reasonably healthy labor market but it's not quite that hot from the perspective of a job seeker what about the pay uh, side of this how how has the pay uh the wages side been impacted well it's a really interesting question because i think we simultaneously are seeing that you know and i think you look at the government data that we've seen a huge slowdown in nominal wage growth uh over the past year and a half which is probably you know thinking about your prior guess like kind of what the fed has wanted to see but because inflation's come down a lot, we're actually starting to see inflation-adjusted pay starting to go up. And I, I guess I'm really curious about, it's a good question, which of these things, job seekers are deciding about jobs, which one of them affects it more? Do they look at just yeah. which, the number that's on their paycheck, or do they think, you know what, like I'm actually, you know, maybe my paycheck in nominal terms not growing as much, but man, with gas prices and everything else, you know, not up as much, I'm actually like seeing my ability to spend go up. 
Hey, hey, be careful on the gas prices thing. Prices here in the Philadelphia area going up again. So I'm yeah. I'm a little concerned on that side. But that might be the one area where we're seeing that because I think a lot of the others, and I've noticed this a little bit in going to the grocery store, that it seems like prices there have kind of at least flattened out, maybe, you know, dipped down a little bit on, yeah. on some items. And with more and more people, because of some of these dynamics in the economy, maybe staying at home and eating, that's maybe where they see that benefit. And it allows them to go out and, and do some of those, you know, that spend mentality in other areas. Yeah, I think it sort of provides some support. I just think like that it's sort of the thing where, like what I think about is if we, we I mean, certainly employers could start cutting back on hiring. That's definitely within their own possibility. Recession is definitely not all, like, it's still a possibility, but like, we need to get more bad news to change. People sort of adapted to the bad news that's already happened and influence their decisions on hiring. And they might need to see more before if they were to dial it back. And if they don't see it, well, that's, you know, provide some upside risk. Please know we had enough bad news over know, over the last three and a half years. My fingers. We don't we don't need need any more. Um, yep. All right, all right. So the expectation is then that maybe this pattern uh, of you know two hundred thousand plus jobs uh, may be able to continue for a little while, or will we see it slow down? Got about thirty seconds I mean, left. I guys. would say I would say that it's still that that, that that I definitely think the odds of it holding up are better than they were. It could slow down further. I mean, it, it depends a lot on like how the dynamics in hiring stabilizing yeah. layoffs and where they're going and you know whether even if hiring picks up a little bit whether quits move along with it but i do think that it's, it's definitely a possibility that we've sort of had for the time being like peak deceleration or may be seen yeah but but i think it's, it's definitely a possibility if people start becoming a little less, like you know essentially don't feel like they need to increase caution they're not becoming more risk averse yeah that things could stabilize all right guy great to have you with us thanks very much all the Absolutely. best you got it. Guy Berger, who is LinkedIn's principal economist and head of macroeconomics. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.